0: Welcome to the favorites, the podcast. From the Action Network, I am Chad Millman. Another big week in the NFL. Later on in the show, um, we're gonna have Simon Hunter and Darren Ravel on, and we're gonna talk about our attempt to win $1.5 million, which uh, had been started, had been going really, really well until this past weekend. I'm gonna find ways to blame Darren for this. Uh But first up, it's time for the man, the myth, the legend from the Orleans representing Boyd Gaming, all their books in the state of Nevada and throughout the country, Mr. Bob Scoochie.
1: Boom. Chad, what's going on?
0: My man. Uh, Listen, for all of you who are listening to this show, don't forget, you can listen to Scooch and I in a crazy rundown of everything that's happening in the NFL on uh, Sundays from 12 to 1. Download the Radio.com app. Search for You Better You Bet. Listen to it on Radio.com. Search for You Better You Bet. It's the Action Network Countdown to Kickoff. And it is like... Scooch, tell me it's not the most exciting hour of your week.
1: It really is, and theres I don't think there's any show like it, really, that uh, you, you have kind of live action from the sportsbook going on at the same time that we're kind of breaking down the games. So uh, it's kind of uh, re- real time. I, I mean, it's, uh, the hour goes by so fast as I'm trying to break down the games and, and move lines at the same time. It's, uh, it's a great hour.
0: It is a great hour. I've usually got my... Uh, Odds screen up. I've got the odd screen that I use. SportsInsights.ActionNetwork.com. Sports Insights is like what you get if you're at the highest level of subscription for Action Network, and this screen is basically like a real time trading terminal that Wall Street traders would use when they're examining the markets, only I'm seeing every line and I'm seeing how much money is coming in on each game and it lights up when a big bet comes in, when the percentages are about to change. I'm watching what you're doing in real time. So you can start talking about a line change and I see it changing and then we get excited and you know, you're know, you taking $50,000 bets and talking about why it's moving the line. It's an amazing show. It's exactly what I've always wanted to do. Like, Honest to God, I feel like it's the exact perfect pregame show Uh, whether you're interested in betting or not, just because uh, it's an entirely new way to look at the games. And so um, go check it out. Scooch, last night was Monday Night Football, and um, the Patriots were playing the Jets, and all week people had been telling me, like, hey, you got to take the Jets, it's plus 10, that's what the wise guys are doing. And my theory on that was, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. Yeah, for sure. Tell me what happened to you.
1: Uh, well, we, we tried to stay high on it all week long. We let the wise guys take, take the jets for as much as, uh, you know, as, as much as they wanted, basically uh, we dipped down to nine and a half a few times, but uh, but kind of stayed at ten. We actually put ten and a half on our parlay card and kept that up all week, so it wasn't um, it wasn't disastrous for us. We kind of balanced uh, things out because of that. But kind of the you know the rule of thumb is you always have to take a, a double digit dog at home, and the Jets kind of look good coming off of the the, the win against uh, Dallas, but. We've often talked about it is you have to throw all the rules out the window when you talk about the Patriots. They just kind of defy all the other uh, sports betting rules that have kind of been profitable over the years. And uh, and I often said you don't make a living betting against the Patriots.
0: You don't make a living betting against the Patriots, especially against bad teams. I mean, I think that's the thing. And, and we actually talked about this on the radio show on Sunday If you're going to bet the NFL, you have to bet on bad teams. You've got to bet on Washington plus 10. You've got to bet on the Bengals plus four and a half. You've got to bet on the Raiders plus five and a half. Like, you've got certain values prescribed against every team. And if those values uh, are out of whack, according to the line that's been posted, then you bet those numbers. And numbers are always out of whack when it comes to bad teams because Bookmaker's going to shade the team that is higher profile. The Patriots are a different story, like, if they're playing the Chiefs or whomever, it's a different conversation. But if they're playing a bad team, they don't play down. Like they don't they don't right. get suckered. You know, they don't make yeah. the mistakes that other teams make. They don't get lackadaisical. Um, if the Patriots are playing a bad playing a bad team, bet the fucking Patriots. <laughs>
1: it 's really true because they don't know any other way of playing. they don't change the game if they're up twenty thirty points they don't change their style of play uh in the fourth quarter. They have one mode, they have kind of one method and they don't put the, they don't take their foot off the gas pedal, and that's kind of why people have loved to bet on this team over the years is because no matter how many points they're laying. You're always live, even if it's the end of the game and when normal teams are trying to run some clock down, uh, they're throwing downfield, and they're, they're going to get the cover.
0: Well, unfortunately, we got a little bit of time before we can get back to the Patriots because, uh, oh, no, we got uh, they'll play this weekend at 425. I was looking for it on the board, and I couldn't find it for a second. Uh, all right, let's get to the first game on the board. Thursday night, all of a sudden, Lizzo's Minnesota Vikings are 15-and-a-half-point favorites over the uh, Washington Redskins at home. Look, I think that the game that the Vikings played against the Lions was statement-making. I was all over the Lions in that game. The Wise Guys love the Vikings. I was scolding them. It's one of the few times I'm wrong. And uh, they came through, and they look amazing. And one of the few teams in the NFL, tops in yards per play allowed and tops in yards per play gained, uh, top four in both, I believe the only team in the NFL that's true for. They are turned into a really good team that's getting a lot of public sentiment. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I was actually uh, kind of high on the Vikings earlier this year, and they, they let me down a, a couple times that game against the Bears. I, I really thought that they would... Uh, that was the one that surprised me the most, but we didn't downgrade their ranking. And, and I still kept them up uh, pretty high uh, going into that Giants game. Uh, we, we were high on, on the Vikings. And then last week, I think you and I were on different sides of that game. I really uh, favored the Vikings. And I, we were, I was the first one to go to three, if you remember. We were doing our, our Sunday show, and everyone was at two and a half on the game. And I was the first one to go to three on the Vikings because not only were we getting money, but I also wanted to try and draw some more uh, uh, Lions money on that game.
0: And how did that work out for you? Well, I mean, we still end up getting
1: beat because the wise guys were on the Vikings. But uh, I know you don't like this thing, but I saved us money by not losing as much as we could have.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure your bosses love it. (laughs) Guys, I did so well this week. We could have lost so much more money. But because I'm a genius, I saved us from losing more money. Exactly. That's how good of a bookmaker I am. Meanwhile, uh, you did a nice job of telling me how it went last week. Um, Can you tell me how it's going this week?
1: Uh, well you know the, the the redskins came through for us that was another real big game for us for us last week uh, uh against the uh the 49ers and barely getting the the cover there as 10 point dogs so here they are now they're on the road they're not at home the vikings are are about the same uh rating right now as the, as the 49ers maybe actually just a uh, a half a shade uh, higher maybe a maybe a point higher so uh the line is pretty similar except uh, you know that now the redskins are are on the road here. Um, We're getting a little bit of Redskins money from the Sharp guys. Uh, The the public obviously is on the Vikings at about a three to one ratio. Thursday night, high profile game. Uh, It'll be just like the Monday night game where the, where the public will be all over the the double digit favorite. And we'll hope to draw a little wise guy money uh, from uh, uh, the the Sharps on the Redskins. Uh, we Dipped it up to 16 just for just for a brief second or two and, and took a few thousand dollars. And now 15 and a half uh, looks kind of stable.
0: Would you say that the Vikings are your top rated team in the NFC if they are rated higher than the 49ers? Uh,
1: I I actually don't have the 49ers ranked uh, as the highest team. I, I still have the Saints uh, a favorite over the uh, if they play on a neutral field, I have the, the Saints higher than 49ers. So, uh, but I have the Vikings, uh, so 49ers would be third behind the Saints and Vikings.
0: Wow. That's news right there. We're breaking news. Breaking news. Well, that's, All just
1: right. my, that's just my rankings.
0: Well, listen, you're bookmaker of the world, so.
1: Yep.
0: You know, I'm going yep. to follow what you're doing. Probably going to have to bet the Redskins, though. You know why? It's,
1: why? If
0: you're going to play in the NFL, you've got to bet bad teams. Hey,
1: I make a living rooting for bad teams. 30 years of rooting for bad teams.
0: Oh, well, and you look pretty good, too, so it must not be killing you. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough.
1: You know, the thing of it is, is, when you're rooting for these bad teams, it's like even when they're in the game, Okay, and and they get a couple of breaks and they're right there, they're getting 17 points, 15 points, and the game's tied at halftime or something like that. There's always a pick six or a a key third and long where they they have a penalty that puts the other team in, you know, gives them new life. And you're starting to say, Why? Why? But then you realize. That that's why they're bad teams, that these key mistakes that you said the Patriots never, never make. You never see the Patriots making those kind of mistakes. And if they did, uh, <laughs> you know, th- then you'd be able to bet against them once in a while.
0: Yeah, the equal number of times last night you saw Sam Darnold fading back against the rush when Tom, Bramey, Tom Brady was stepping up into the pocket. That was everything. That There were probably four plays where that happened, and Darnold throws a pick, and Tom Brady throws a completion.
1: Yep. He's also. Yep. The little things that make the difference, but it's, huge, it's tough when you
0: Huge. Yeah. Seattle yeah. Atlanta. We don't know what Matt Ryan's status is. Do you have that game on the board right now?
1: We do not. No, okay. but the, I mean, the line, this line will be anywhere from, you know, four Seattle to six Seattle. Uh, so, I, I, I mean, this is. We just have to wait and see uh, what, what the status of Ryan
0: is. But what you're saying is Ryan is worth two points against the point spread. It's not like he's a world beater.
1: Yeah, I think Schaub came in and, uh, and actually got their only touchdown. Uh, but I mean, it's not a huge when when the team is playing this bad, as bad as the, the Falcons are. And we beat this drum all year about how how bad this team is, and and Ryan in particular. And you uh, had a nice line last week when you said he looked like he was 85 years old. He he did look that old when he was walking out of the tunnel. So um, there's not a huge step down uh, even when you go to a you know a backup quarterback here.
0: If Matt Ryan looks 85 years old, Matt Schaub looks like he's Moses. Like, that's how that's <laughs> how long he's been around. I swear yeah. to God. I don't even know how long he's been playing, but I swear to God. Like, back in the ESPN, the magazine days, when it was still in New York, and I was an editor in the NFL group... Um, ESPN, the magazine used to have a franchise called Next, where it was like predicting who the next great stars were going to be. And Matt Shop, excuse me, had been a backup in Atlanta, had played pretty well. We were predicting that he was going to be the next great backup to go start somewhere. And he ended up having a pretty good run in, in Houston. Uh, so think about that. That was probably 2005, 2006, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: because I remember I, I I remember watching Matt Schaub when I was at the Stardust, and the, and the Stardust Hotel has, has been imploded since 2007, so it <laughs> hasn't even been around for 12 years. And I remember sitting in the office watching Matt Schaub.
0: I mean, you know what the beauty is, Scooch? Uh, we can look it up. He was drafted in the fourth round, the third round of the 2004 draft. He's 38 years old. He's played in the league for like 16 years. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but what does it say how bad the team is if this guy comes in and it's not that big of a step down
0: that's exactly the point of this uh little uh detour here (laughs) exactly indianapolis colts five and a half points favorites over the broncos good god give me the colts give me the colts for your lungs You don't
1: like the Broncos, do you?
0: Well, I'm just so mad about what they did against the Chiefs last week on Thursday night. Like, that was such a pathetic display. And I know I'm saying this, and I'm making the worst possible mistake. I'm making a recency bias mistake. Like, I just saw the Broncos. I lost them to them. I lost a bet on them. I listened to Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman get apoplectic. He doesn't get apoplectic about anything. And he got mad. So there's a reason for all this. Um, Colts look pretty amazing, though, and I'm still glad I hold a Colts futures ticket, even though I bet it with Andrew Luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been high on the Colts, uh, you know, most of the year, and, and we've talked about this. And last week, I've, and uh, we really thought that that was a great spot for, for the Colts, and, and, they, and they, they won that game against Houston easily. Uh, this, in this situation, talk about recency uh, bias, uh, we know that the public seeing that game against Houston last week is going to love the Colts. So we opened them slightly on the high side at six and a half. And I tell you, it's been all sharp money on the Broncos since then. We immediately went to six. I know some places are going as low as five and a half on this one. We're getting some, some money on the Broncos, even at plus six. But it's all it's just sharp money. The, the, the ticket count is about... Uh, Almost, almost ten to one Colts to Broncos right now. So we know that this is going to be one of the biggest public games on the board, uh, and, and you know none of the recreational bettors will be on the Broncos. But the line has come down, so it's one of those games where the line is you know going opposite of the way that the ticket count indicates that it should go.
0: Got to bet bad teams. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> That's the theme here, right? Just got to bet bad teams. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Hold your nose. I mean, look, at the end, I don't know, it depends on when I finally decide to pull the trigger. I might just keep waiting for this thing to come down and try to get the Colts as good a number as I possibly can. Who knows?
1: Well, it will go down. I mean, matter of fact, I could probably see this line going down as low as four and a half.
0: That, guy, if that line gets to four and a half. I am pulling the trigger on the Colts so fast. I'm taking all your money and betting it on the Colts.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, let's go. Arizona, yeah, well, I feel strongly about this team. Arizona is a nine and a half point underdog to the number one ranked in the NFC, according to Bob Scucci, New Orleans Saints. Teddy covers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um actually uh we, we got to look and see if drew Brees uh is, is gonna is gonna be playing in this game could he, this he, be the week he, this could be the week he makes the comeback um he has been uh kind of kind of cleared he's, he's he's been upgraded to probable or actually questionable he's not probable uh but he's been up, upgraded to questionable from doubtful so there is a slight chance that they bring him back this game, so um, we're just going to have to keep an eye on that one. But uh, but yeah, God the Saints are looking good, uh, and, and they're just uh, rolling along. I mean, the defense is playing well, and with or without Breeze, they're they're the number one team.
0: This is how much God is on Tom Brady's side. Drew Breeze was uh, on the path to become the career touchdown, passing touchdown leader. He was a little bit ahead of. Uh, of Tom Brady. Eventually Tom Brady would have caught up to Drew Brees, but he was ahead of Tom Brady and would have broken it this year. Uh, So God broke Drew Brees' thumb so Tom Brady could catch up and overtake him and then get there first. Jeez.
1: Wow. I didn't didn't know we were going in that direction, but wow, that's something.
0: (laughs) What do you think of that? Yeah, well,
1: got to believe what you want to believe.
0: Okay, Scooch. Well, do you believe that the Saints are nine and a half point favorites over the Cardinals with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees, or do you believe they're bigger favorites if Drew Brees is playing?
1: I think they're bigger favorites if Drew Brees is playing. I think the the public perception is going to be there, whether or not it's, uh, you know, in fact, after this amount of time time off for a quarterback his age to be that effective uh, to come in in his first game, I think... I think really that the line shouldn't be too far off as well as Bridgewater's been playing, but it it is still Drew Brees and the experience and the perception will mean a couple points. How,
0: uh, How much less is Drew Brees worth against the point spread now since Teddy Bridgewater has gone on the run that he's gone on?
1: So like if this game happened like the first game of the year before we saw Bridgewater play his first game for the Saints this year, it would have been about a five, five and a half point drop.
0: Now it's only about two? Yeah. Wow. So interesting. That's like, you're giving me so many things I could write about, tweet about, talk about. That's great. (laughs)
1: I mean, it would depend on whatever the point spread was. So, obviously, like a thirteen—if they were a thirteen-point favorite—it uh, could be mean as much as you know six points. But if the, if the line opened up a pick pick'em, it might only be like a four, four and a half point uh, adjustment. So, you know, the who who they're playing would have made a difference too.
0: Right, but in reality, like he's gone from being five and a half points to about two points.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's fascinating. That's a field goal. That's yep. a big number. This next game, it almost pains me to talk about it. The Chicago Bears are four-point favorites against the Los Angeles Chargers. Like, the amount of grief that Mitch Trubisky started getting this week, it feels like the entire world has caught up to what we've been saying for 18 months about this team. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know how I feel about Trubisky. You know how I feel about the Bears trading up, up to get Mitch Trubisky. Uh, not taking Patrick Mahomes, not taking Deshaun Watson, not taking Christian McCaffrey, uh, trading up, giving up players in the draft to go from three to two to get Mitch Trubisky. How could the Bears be four point yeah, favorites in this game? They're disgusting. Well, the Chargers are disgusting. All of, Don't even yeah. All what? I know what you're going to say. Go say it. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was going to say wise guys, but I, I, I substituted. All the you know Millmans better. are taking the charges.
0: Millmans are wise guys. Wise guys are Millmans now. That's how we roll.
1: So we opened this game six right out of the gate. They took the six. They took the five and a half. They're taking four and a half. You're right. This line's going down. Um, I, I might actually go to four here pretty shortly. And uh, the, the only thing is that, the public is slightly still on the Bears, not by much. You know, just just a shade. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to go too quickly this early in the week. I'll, I'll take another pop at plus four and a half.
0: I don't think that's a testament to the Bears. I think it's uh, the Chargers losing the way they did this past weekend.
1: That they're betting the Chargers the way they lost. Now that no, the the more
0: public the, being on the Bears isn't about public, being on the, the Bears. Public. It's about yeah. being against the Chargers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. I thought you were talking about the the Millmans.
0: The Millmans are always on the right side. Yeah. Of history and bets. Yes, sir. Jacksonville, five-and-a-half-point favorite against the flailing New York Jets. Look, this is going to be one of those where, like, Jags go on the road, they cover for the public who are all over the Jags on the road, and Gardner Minshew is a rookie quarterback being a favorite on the road. Um, wise guys made a bad choice, but you got to bet a bad number. If you want to play in this, play in the NFL, uh, and the Jets look horrible. I mean, my instinct is that there's probably a little bit of, little bit of value on the Jets. They're not going to be as bad as they were against the Patriots. What are the wise guys doing at five, five and a half?
1: Um, they're actually, uh, they're, they're taking, we're actually at six okay and they're, uh, so they're taking the six, but not, not for a lot. So I I think five and a half is probably the right number. Although I favor the Jaguars and I'd rather be a little high on this. So it's funny how just one game can kind of change your perception of a team. The jets, you know, they get Darnold back and they look like world beaters against Dallas. And in retrospect, kind of looking back, you know, you almost have to wonder if Dallas was kind of looking ahead a little bit to the to the Eagles game. As well as good as Dallas looked against the Eagles and as bad as they looked against the Jets, you know, maybe they took them a little too lightly in that game and maybe Darnold surprised them. But I don't think that that should suddenly change our opinion of how bad the Jets are. And Jacksonville, on the other hand, we, we were high on them last week. We liked them last week. Uh, we like them again this week. So we're going to try and stay a little high.
0: I kind of like the Jacksonville Jaguars here too. I've changed my mind. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about this game for another second. The Los Angeles okay. Rams are twelve and a half point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals. Look, tell, just tell me, tell me, tell me what's happening.
1: Well, they're be- everyone's betting the Rams, uh, but so the sharp guys aren't taking it yet. But. I think here's another case where you have to take a bad team. Uh now so this game's in London. It's another London game, but it's a it's a ten o'clock uh, Pacific uh, uh time start. It's not one of those early six thirty games anymore for us. Thank God. Uh but but the ticket count's about eight to one on Rams. The sharp guys haven't weighed in yet. Uh you know, the Rams played probably, you know, one of their best games uh, of, of the year last week, so it's a it's a it's a bad time uh for, for for us, for them to be playing the Bengals. As bookmakers, you know, you couldn't pick a a worse team for them to be playing now. Uh, So, you know, coming off of one of their best performances, we know the public is going to be all over the Rams, so we shaded this a little bit higher uh, knowing that. Um, So, obviously, it's not high enough yet for the Sharp guys to get involved, so this game might end up going to 14.
0: Yeah, you're going to go to 14, and even then, people are going to take the Bengals, and they're going to regret it.
1: Yeah, you know, matter of fact I'm gonna I'm going to thirteen and a half right now and just Line change.
0: I heard it. My
1: computer's just a- acting up on okay, there we go.
0: Did it work? Oof. Did it go oh, through? You know,
1: accidentally I I it actually it actually made the Bengals a thirteen and a half point favor, so about a ah! for a second or two. So I was trying to scramble here before the before somebody just, you know, gave us a, a pop on it.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, sometimes that happens.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been amazing. For who? <laughs> I root for yeah. the narrative, and it would have been a great narrative if you got popped because oh, of a mistake. Okay. That's I it. Gotcha. All right. All uh, right. The Detroit Lions, seven point favorites against the New York Giants. I struggle with this one. That feels a little too high. It feels a skosh, a skosh too high.
1: Hey, you know what? I, I just got a bet on the Bengals just that quick. You did? So I'm going back to 13. Yeah, so I'm going back to 13. How much was it? Uh, it was 5,000.
0: So, but 5,000 from someone you respect.
1: Yeah. So okay. this was this was somebody that uh, we have kind of know over the years. and So, yep.
0: By the way, thank God they, like, do you think they saw the Bengals minus 13 and a half for a second? And we're well, sure. like, wait, wait a second. That doesn't look right. <laughs>
1: No, they would have bet the Rams if that was the case.
0: I know, but I mean, if they saw that line posted and were like, huh?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they might have. I'm sure they did. And then, uh, they, I mean, they would have known it was a mistake. But,
0: yeah. Mistakes happen. Mistakes get taken care of, you know what I'm saying? Yep. How would you explain that one to right, your so- bosses? Think about how much money I could have won us if, if I had hated the Rams. <laughs> minus 13 and a half. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or you end up winning. You end up winning that game. And uh, and the bagels cover and you're like, yeah, I knew this would happen. I'm a genius.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, there was a game. I, I, I want to go back. I'm going back forever now. Like, I don't know, 25 years. When something like this happened with the Canadian Football League and we made the wrong team. There was a 12 and a half point favorite. And I forgot which team it was. It might have been you know the stampeders or uh, there was two teams that were named the same for a while, and they might have been playing each other for all I know. but anyway, we had the wrong uh, we had the wrong favorite, and somebody bet the team that should have been favored they they took the plus twelve and a half instead of laying twelve and a half, and somehow the team lost by more than 12 and a half, 12 and a half point favorites. They lost anyway. And this guy comes in looking to get a refund on it saying that, <laughs> you know, they you made a mistake on this and the line shouldn't have been this. And he was looking to get paid on it anyway, even after he took a shot at us and still lost the game.
0: You know what? Buyer beware, what? my friend.
1: Yeah. I yeah.
0: guarantee it was the, uh, rough riders playing the rough riders.
1: That's what it was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know my Canadian That's football. The Detroit Lions, seven-point favorites at home against the Giants. I think it's a little high, just a scooch high. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and, and we did, too. We opened at seven, seven flat. And the first few bets out of the gate were on the Giants. Uh, so we went to plus seven, minus 20 now. And now they're laying the 20. So I, I can definitely see this game going down to six and a half. Uh it is a little bit high, but we are kind of fading a lot of public money on on the lions here. It's about a four to one ratio, five to one ratio uh lions to giants right now. so even with even with the lions lost last week, I think public will still be coming in on on Detroit this one.
0: Tampa Bay Oy, Jesus Oy. Tampa.
1: <laughs> yeah you, you have a hard time even saying that right? they're visiting the Tennessee.
0: Tennessee's a two and a half point favorite, but like, I guess you bet Tennessee is a short home favorite like you did this past week against the Chargers, but I'm not doing it with any enthusiasm.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's just a kind of a, you play the number, it's two and a half at home. Titans, you know, coming off of a win uh, to change quarterbacks, and you know, it's it's probably a little play for the Titans, but this we're not going to get any action on this game. So it's kind of just stuck right there in the middle of the other early games which is great
0: now we got a run of interesting games coming up not that the other ones aren't interesting i love all my bets equally but these games are more interesting to me philadelphia a one and a half point underdog against the bills boy boy have there have the fortunes changed for those two teams that was not this number even a week ago
1: no, no, it wasn't. I mean, the the bills are obviously uh, overachieving, and even even with the lack of offense, I mean, they struggled a little bit last week with with Miami, and, and you know, we were saying they probably shouldn't have been uh, uh, as big of a favorite as as they were. So their their rankings has clearly climbed up. The Eagles has dropped a little bit, but not. Not too much. I mean, you think about this. The Sharp guys were betting the Eagles at plus two and a half in Dallas last week. Okay. They didn't get the win, but now they're getting two against the Bills, which, you know, on the face of it seems like it should be a play on the Eagles. So we know the public is going to kind of see the Bills and say, hey, wow, you know, the Bills are only laying two at home. This team's 5-1. and one. The Eagles just lost to the Cowboys, so we know this is a public play on the Bills, uh, but I would expect uh, the Sharp guys to kind of throw the last week's game out and uh, be on the Eagles again this week.
0: I don't know, man. Very short home favorite. I need a team with an incredibly good defense and a quarterback who can make plays with his feet against a defense that is beaten up and all they got to do is win the game.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I could see it. I mean, this is one of the first games if I'm coming in and saying, you know, give me a, a short uh, uh, home favorite, I would take this one over the Titans. Like the, we just talked about the, the, the Titans game. Uh, you know, I, I would take this one over the, the, the Colts or the, I mean, th- this is kind of like a, one of those system plays.
0: I've got but a bold statement. To,
1: I, I just think that the Bills have just had a pretty big kind of run of weekly increases in, in the rankings. And at some point, you lose a little value.
0: I've got a bold statement about the next game. Which one? Carolina visiting San Francisco. Um, They're five-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road against the team that you say is the third-rated team in the NFC. Yeah. Yep, yeah. they're coming you know, off. Look, ah, I, hold on. You're going to coming me, off. You're going to let me finish, mister. Uh, I think the Panthers win this game outright.
1: I I don't doubt it for 1 minute. I you know, so I have been so slow to move the the the, the Niners and that's why I don't have them, you know, ranked the the, the top of the NFC, but every week I keep saying they're going to get exposed and every week they keep kinda of proving me wrong. Now last week, I mean, if that they're playing that game in a kind of a driving rainstorm and I, I couldn't draw as much from it. I mean, I, I, I talked about it all week how the Niners were just super inflated over the Redskins, um, you know, as 10 point road, road favorites and, and every bit of value has, has just been drained from the, from the 49ers and that there was only value in the Redskins. Well, they barely got the cover, so I just might keep taking it on the chin every week with the 49ers until they win the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I'm just not quite there yet, so um, you know I, I, I'm at five and a half on on the game. Uh, we're, we're drawing uh, mostly public money on the Niners, but I did get a few thousand on the Panthers from some guys that I that I know. So. Uh, that are that are pretty successful in betting, uh, so that's kind of a good indication that we are going to get a, maybe a little sharp money on on Carolina.
0: Yep, I might do Carolina money line, my friend. <laughs> yep. If if nothing else, I'm betting Carolina in this game. That's all I'm saying. Well, you got to take the points.
1: I, I mean, I said I've been saying it every week. You know, we keep inflating, inflating uh, the, the Niners based on how much money we're getting, and based on the fact that they keep covering, um, even though they you know didn't co- cover last week. They were almost right. They, they could have easily. They just wrote, chose to run the clock out there at, at the end, which was great for us. Uh, but but yeah, I'm just I'm very slow to move in, and if that burns me every week, then so be it. But I'm just very slow to move them.
0: Houston is a six and a half point favorite over the Raiders. Two teams coming off losses, pretty bad losses, looking not very good. Sixty-three percent of the money coming of the tickets coming in on Houston, but forty-five percent of the money coming in on Houston. Meaning the wise guys are back in the Oakland Raiders again. This is according to the Action Network app. Free.
1: And they are. We opened. We opened the game seven, and we're down to six and a half. Um, I, I, I think I think six and a half are probably good because we know that the uh, public money is coming in on the Texans. Probably won't go back to seven. Um, and if I do, it'll be seven even money. But um, I, I think six and a half is probably the right line on this one. Uh, last week, I think Houston lost. That was just a great spot for the Colts. And I think Houston kind of bounces. I, Houston's just a much better team, obviously, than the Raiders. But the Raiders haven't been getting a whole lot of support from the public, uh, even as competitive as, as they've been. Uh, Playing, Um, I was actually uh, thought the Raiders last week was a good play against the Packers. I think that was actually my scooch roulette pick. Mm -hmm. uh, But yeah, and 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 honestly, if you if you watch the game, uh, Derek Carr dives for the pylon that would have given him the lead right before the half, and he fumbles the ball. Packers get a touchback, get the ball in the twenty, and then they score a touchdown uh, before the half ends. A fourteen point swing that. The Raiders just never recovered from that. And had they, I honestly think that had he not fumbled in that and, and took the lead into halftime, that they would have gotten the cover. But, you know, the right side is the winning side.
0: Amen, brother. And also, you're betting bad teams. Speaking of, here's the, the heart of the conversation. New England Patriots at home, 12-and-a-half point favorites against the Cleveland Browns. Am I crazy or is this a spot for the Browns?
1: It definitely is a spot for the Browns.
0: It is, right?
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this line is just like the pregame line. I mean, like last week, we probably would have, a couple of weeks ago probably would have been looking at maybe ten and a half, eleven on this game, uh, and now you're able to get thirteen. And coming off of the, you know, the the Patriots' just annihilation of the Jets, and the fact that the, the Patriots just keep rolling, uh, you know, the it's just. Uh, we know that this line is about as inflated as you can get, but uh, you got to have a lot of stones to bet to bet the Browns because you don't make a living bet against the Patriots.
0: I think this is the spot. Look, the the story, the narrative here is the Patriots are world beaters, but there is a secondary narrative developing: is so they haven't played anybody, and they haven't played any good quarterbacks, and so this is really a referendum on Baker Mayfield, right? Because yep. do you believe he's a good quarterback or not? And it is all through the lens of how do you view, view the Patriots?
1: Yeah, and if you can put a pass rush on Brady and put the, I think the Giants showed in that in that Giants Patriots game, uh, where if you put enough put enough pressure on, on Brady, you, you know he's not going to be that kind of accurate short game passer that that you, you saw last night. And um, Cleveland does have a good defense it's just New England's defense is the best in the NFL. So like you said, this is, this is a real test for, for Baker Mayfield.
0: I'm, a, I'm going to be a Baker boy this weekend, Kansas city hosting the green Bay Packers. Packers are four and a half point favorites. Tell me how you came to this line, Scooch and what the wise guys are betting.
1: Well, obviously just the no home. So, uh, I think that even with their win against the Broncos without him, I think the you know the, the public is going to be uh, favoring the Packers. Just I, I mean, even the average casual fan knows the difference of, of Matt Moore and, and Patrick Mahomes and going up against a, a tough Green Bay defense. And Green Bay's finally, you know, I, for the last few weeks I haven't been too high on on Green Bay. And like I said last week, my my best pick was uh, on the Raiders against Green Bay. Um, but they are starting to, uh, you know, look look a lot better both on the offense and defensive side. And when they get Devonte Adams back, they're going to be even better. So. Um you know, we just went a little on the high side, hoping to draw a little Chiefs' money. It, it seems odd that, that's even, that I'm even saying that, because we've been rooting against the Chiefs all year, and now here I am looking for Chiefs' money. I, I really wish Mahomes would have been in this game. It just would have been such a great matchup with, with uh, Mahomes and, uh, and Aaron Rodgers.
0: I know. It's such a bummer. Such a bummer. I don't have anything else to say yep. there just a bummer.
1: But 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 no sharp money yet. I mean everything's just all public money on on the Packers and uh and if anything I could probably see the line going up up to you know being especially being the uh, the, the late game um with that much uh money on on the favorite I could I could easily see this line going up.
0: Miami visiting Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a 14 and a half point favorite. Boy, what a <laughs> miserable game to end your week on. <laughs> If you are a football fan, yeah. Who's the and, quarterback and for Duck Hodges? Duck Hodges against Fitz Magic? No, I think uh, Mason Rudolph has been. Is Mason Rudolph too, back?
1: Uh, well, he's probable. He's not not the, not definite yet, but he's he
0: has been upgraded. Are we playing the NFL? Are we playing fucking Dungeons and Dragons? Fitz Magic <laughs> against Duck Hodges? Now we're just making shit up.
1: I know not exactly the marquee matchups is it
0: <laughs> how is ESPN gonna like ESPN struggle to make something out of the Patriots game last night now they got to make something out of the Steelers and the Dolphins good lord uh, yeah I don't I, want to talk I, about I mean, this game I don't even want to talk about it.
1: I'll just I'll just tell you that we opened 15 on the game and uh we took a lot of money on on the Dolphins so you have to hold your nose and you have to bet the Dolphins again double digit uh dogs
0: gotta bet bad teams yep that's it gotta bet bad teams uh all right you know what we're gonna do right now scooch roulette let's do it we both lost last week scooch you had the raiders i had the eagles
1: (laughs) okay who's going first
0: I want to go first.
1: Okay. Because you're going to steal my play.
0: Yeah, because I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. So, fuck you. Damn it. (laughs)
1: Okay, that was my play.
0: Yeah. What are you going to do now? Take the brownies? You want to take the dolphins? You want to take a little bit of your own medicine? You got to bet bad numbers? Go ahead. Go ahead. You really do. Take the Bengals. Take the Browns. Take the dolphins. What are you going to do, Scooch? I love the dolphins. I'm a huge dolphins fan. Are you seriously taking the dolphins? (laughs) You have to. You have to. Wow. Wow, you are a... That's too many points. You know what? You, you are a man who eats his own dog food. <laughs> you have to take them. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Scooch, next week yep. uh, on the podcast, don't forget, everyone, by the way, everyone uh, coming up in a minute, Simon Hunter, Darren Ravell, Simon Hunter, professional better, Darren Revell not so professional better. We're going to talk about uh, who we're going to take in the Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest. Um, next week, you're going to be in the studio live. Is that next week or the week uh, after?
1: No, it's the week after.
0: Sorry. Sorry, people. Sorry for, <laughs> sorry for getting people all excited about that. Got them all excited for nothing. All right. Scooch, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, uh, no, you know when we'll talk to you? On Sunday on our show. Sunday. The Action Network Countdown to Kickoff, which you can get on the Radio.com app and Radio.com. It's honestly better than this podcast. It's what? I said it's better than this podcast.
1: Wow. I can't believe you said that. I, I say they're equal. I say it's a pick 'em.
0: Well, sometimes you got to bet bad teams. You know what I'm saying? All right, brother. I'll talk to you next. I'll talk to <laughs> All you right. Sunday. Take care. Goodbye. All right. Bye. All right. We are back on the favorites podcast. Darren Ravel is joining me over the phone. We're going to talk about our picks for the super contest, which did dismally this past week. And then we're going to bring on Simon Hunter pro better. He's going to try to get us going in the right direction again. Darren, listen, you've got to move on. Okay. We can't all wallow in our sadness about what we missed. We've got to look ahead to next week. And I know you've been thinking about it. So I don't want to waste any time. Tell me who's on your board.
2: I I thought about this week more than I have thought about any other week. Okay? And I decided it's time to stop playing these games about, you know, what would a sharp guy take because I'm I'm Joe Q public and I'm going to stick with it. And that's why I am engaging in 3 of the top 4 largest spreads this week. I like Washington plus 15 and a half against the Vikings. I love Miami plus 14 and a half against Pittsburgh, and I love New England minus 12 and a half against the Browns, they're going to win by that much. So, uh, New England, definitely, they will beat the Browns. The Browns are not that good. Miami is better uh, than people think. They've covered the last two weeks. And Washington, from at least a defensive standpoint, I felt very good about their effort against the 49ers, even though it was a slop test. Then, I like Seattle, minus three and a half against atlanta how that's not bigger given matt ryan's situation that seems scary to me and i have faith in jacoby Brissett minus six against denver who i have no faith in
0: i think these are really interesting picks um i'm not gonna lie to you there's a couple on here that i want to avoid but i think your first two your first two are sharp plays. Like that's what the wise guys are doing. Uh, the wise guys are on Washington. The wise guys bet Washington at sixteen. The guys, guy, the wise guys are on Miami. Um, I disagree. I, I think that, and I just said this with Scooch. I think New England, Cleveland, is a referendum on the uh, on what you think of Baker Mayfield. The Patriots have not played anybody good this year, right? They haven't played any quarterbacks. They're winning by a lot. Uh, so if you think Baker Mayfield is good, then you're taking the Browns. If you don't, then you're taking the Patriots. That's, that's basically what you think. Um, Seattle for me feels a little bit like a stay away. I don't know. I'm just not convinced yet. Uh,
2: but it feels like a stay away because it's too good to be true.
0: Um, I guess I just,
2: I mean, I know they didn't perform that well this, this past week, but I think that was more of a. Factor of who they are playing. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is pretty much. a I mean, he's a good quarterback, and Atlanta's situation is dire.
0: Yeah, I don't like betting against backup quarterbacks who know what they're doing, like Matt Schaub. And
2: Schaub uh, had a he had a great drive. He had a great drive down. And the field. Colts minus so. six.
0: I'd like to hear what Simon has to say on that. I'm not even going to give you my plays yet. Uh, let's just get Simon on the phone and see what he thinks of these. And um, and then I'm going to weigh in with mine. And now, a word from a wise guy with Simon Hunter. We did what Simon says last week. Woof. And we went one and four.
3: <laughs> it, is, uh, it was doom and gloom. But then once the dust settled, I looked. Everything that's going bad for us, we're only eight back of being in the lead for 1.5 million. No way. I'm not, I'm not, I swear. Everyone else, it's, everyone thinks this is so easy. It's not easy. I mean, it's hard to keep a strong pace because you're overthinking every week. So I'm not too worried yet. We got plenty of time.
0: All right. Well, we got plenty of time until I weigh in. I I bring you Darren Ravel's, you know, house of slop. (laughs) <laughs> and and I want to give you some of his plays. I want to get your take. I want to give you some of my ideas, and then we're going to come to a consensus, okay? i right, let's do it. Darren likes Washington plus 15 and a half. I have vowed we're not rushing into a Thursday night game.
3: Yeah, let's take a break from Thursday. Um I, I like I love the idea cuz it's Kirk and Prime Time it's it's a great spot to fade him. Um, and you got
2: against his former team.
3: Right. So it's that that's the thing that's worrying me a little bit. It's it who's me more pissed off case Keenum playing against his former team or is are is the Vikings just going to come out and beat them 30 nothing? Like it's this kind of feels like the same thing with the Jets on the Prime Time game. It's like one of those we should just stay away with stay away from.
0: I agree. But, speaking of primetime games. No! What is it, Darren?
3: You love that one, Darren?
2: I want this game.
3: I can't believe that. There's so much chalk this week that's way better than that one.
2: Okay, I'll back you I I'll, I'll hear what you have to say about the chalk, because I, I, I didn't see that chalk.
0: Well, Darren also likes Miami 14.5, Simon. <laughs> you would.
3: Uh. That, that that feels like one of those really good letdown spots for the Dolphins. So I know it's a ton of points, so people are going to be taking the Dolphins because they played a good, close game last week. But I, I'll wait for the public just to keep hitting the Dolphins and whatever Sharps are taking it early. And I'll I'll probably be able to get Pittsburgh down at 14, 14 and, a half, and I'll take Pittsburgh because that's just a good a good spot for Pittsburgh playing against a Dolphin team that I don't know how they're not defeated after last week's loss. That, I feel like that was their everything game, and they they couldn't get the
0: win. I feel like uh, I feel like the Redskins was the everything game and they couldn't get the win. Like to me, I was actually you know I'm a little bit on the side of Darren here. I feel like the Dolphins acquitted themselves well against the Bills in a spot where a lot of people thought you know they were what 17 and a half point underdogs. Like that seemed way too much to me. The Bills hadn't even scored 17 points in three that's or five a divisional
3: games. Game though, that, that's what makes that a difference. That's a divisional game. So that's why they got, I get the Redskins thing was more about the weather. Like they, they never had a chance against San Fran. That that was a blessing. They're, they're what? The first team since the 1970s or eighties to cover without scoring a point. Yeah. So I, I don't, that's why I like both these dogs. Like, I think that was a nice week for them last week. I, I don't know about backing them two weeks in a row.
0: What about, uh, new England, 12 and a half against the Browns.
3: Uh, I'm actually seeing some brown lines already at the plus fourteen out there, so I guess everyone's pounding the Patriots. But like we said last week, like either you take the Patriots, you just stay away from those sides. Like I, I like the Browns in the spot. There's just way too many points. Like the look, the look ahead, I think was ten, ten and a half. I, I don't see how the Browns got three points worse during a bye week. Um, so I, I can see why you like the Patriots. Why wouldn't you? The Browns look horrible, but. I'll, I'll be on the Browns side in that one.
0: I I love the Browns in that spot.
3: Yeah, that's a lot of points. People like this isn't the Dolphins. This is Browns are they're a bad team, but they're still a, not the worst team. They're the second best team in their division.
0: What do you have this rated at?
3: I had this at ten. So when it, I, saw so I I thought I was getting a good number last week, and it was ten and a half. And then the Pats absolutely destroyed the Jets, and this, this is steaming up now. So it's at. Some books you can get 12.5, 13, and I'm seeing 14 and 13.5, and so it's just going to keep going up, it looks like, until the sharps start hitting the other side.
0: So it's very possible by the time this line officially gets posted by the Westgate, we're looking at New England minus 14. Right. For the contest.
3: So I mean, we can put that aside if Darren feels that good about the pads, but...
0: Well the problem is I feel Let,
3: let's keep let's keep going. Right. Let's keep going. Uh,
0: Seattle minus three and a half against Atlanta. We don't know who's quarterback in there.
3: I love that line, that, that if that line stays true in the super contest, that's what it opens at because they don't know who the quarterback is either. Everyone's gonna take that line. So that's one of those we can ride with everyone in the contest and take Seattle, or we can just try to stay away to get an advantage them.
0: Right. We need a little game theory there.
3: Right, that that that's one of those. If you guys just want to ride with everyone else, we can just take because everyone will take. That's a horrible line because they're they're hanging that line, acting like that's with Matt Ryan, where it doesn't. I haven't seen any reports of Matt Ryan playing.
0: I don't know that. Uh, I spoke. To, I just spoke to Scooch, and we talked about that game, and he said that the difference between Matt Ryan and Matt Schaub is about two points.
3: That feels insanely disrespectful,
0: <laughs> and it's totally um, true.
3: Not for me. I I, I got it. I got a five and a half. So I mean, every, like obviously Vegas is going to weigh the system differently, but I, I think Matt Matt Ryan is looked down upon, but he's really good. Like I get people saw Matt Schaub drive the field at the end of that game. That was that was junk time. That was irrelevant. They're playing press coverage, so I'm not buying the Schaub thing. So I, I would actually be on Seattle on that one. All
0: right, last one from Darren Colts minus six.
3: Uh. I love it. I mean, it's a good, it's a good spot. Like the Colts, Colts are a really good team, and they're playing a really bad team, and you're getting less than a touchdown. So, I mean, I'll I'll be on the Colts, but that might be a trap spot. I I mean, we got we got embarrassed with a trap spot last week, so I might as well not even
0: mention that. (laughs) No, I I can't talk about that game. What about? All right, so that's that. Those were Darren's picks. I like those picks, Darren. What was that, Simon?
2: You, you like my you you like my pick? Well, I just like you're getting better, man. You're getting better as these weeks go along. I'm not I'm better, I'm just getting more forceful. You know, I, I I feel like I don't know, I saw all the big lines and I was okay. I I was fine to take them. I I agree in some sense. I don't I don't like the figuring out oh, Miami's going to have a letdown. I, I like that game a lot. I think the Browns is a little bit is the most dangerous of my picks, so I I will let that one go easily. Um and I don't know. I, I've never had confidence in Kirk Cousins, but I'm off that. But I, I, I really I do like the Dolphins of, of my picks. And, and obviously, if we have the three and a half, we're, I would like to just take Seattle because I'm not worried about it. I mean, I understand the game theory. I think we're, we're not at that point yet. You can argue we're at that point all week. But all season, you could say all season you do that. But I, I just I want to worry about games that I think I can win
0: first. Well, let me ask a different question, Simon. Based, forget about forget about game theory. Based purely on ratings, what are the five biggest biggest discrepancies for you?
3: Like, where am I seeing the most value? Yeah. Like we don't want to do that because we tried doing that last week, and that actually was our Place. Like good value this week. Like for like sharp angle games is it, definitely going to be Oakland. Like that was a a false game last week. It was like. We had three different plays that were 21-point swings. So if you look at how that final score should have been, we should have covered that number. So now they're getting a ton of value this week, Oakland. And then another game another team that's getting a ton of value is going to be um, – and, like, we would never do it is the Bengals. Like, the, the Rams, I have them in a nine-and-a-half-point favor here. So, like, I'll be on the Bengals. No one in their right mind, especially if you bet the Bengals last week – you're covering the whole game, and they give up. I think 20 points in the final five minutes. Is anyone going to be betting the Bengals this week? So that's one of those. Like as a pro, these are lines I'm going to be taking, but these aren't good. These aren't good for a Super Contest. But my I, a game that I really like for the Super Contest this week. That I know that it, it's going to be a, a little bit of a chalk play. Uh, I I do really like the uh, the Colts here. What what Dan was saying. All right, what a super contest.
0: Let's do this. Let's take the Colts. Let's put Miami in there. Uh, I'd say let's take Seattle as an alternative, depending on where the line is. I want the Browns. So, Darren, will you permit me to put the Browns in there?
3: See, this is what we talked about last week. Though, let's not let's not get too cute.
0: Meaning but don't, forget like, the
3: Browns. Don't, right. Like I rather do Green Bay on Sunday night playing a backup than take the Browns. You know what I mean?
0: What's your rating for Green Bay right now?
3: So I got them for this game in minus six and a half. And I know some books it's still four, but I'm seeing a lot of other books already up to five. So it might be a five by the contest, but I still like that value.
0: All right. I'll take I'll take Green Bay. So right now we'll do the Colts, Miami, Green Bay. I want to throw one out there that I love. Love. Simon, give me the Panthers plus five and a half against the Niners.
3: I I love this from the sense that they're coming off a bye week. So they're going to be a nice, well-rested team playing an undefeated team that's due to, to, due to lose. So I, I'll ride with you on those points. I, I, I love those points. How do
2: you feel about having five and a half with the Panthers, Darren? Let's remember how they were a couple weeks ago. Right. And how everyone was taking him And then they lost. No, Darren, and, you know, you're not. No,
0: going. you're not remembering how they were a couple of weeks ago. That's not what you do. That's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. That's what gets well, you in what, trouble. That's
2: what Joe. That's what Joe. That's I'm Joe Q. Public. So I remember they did really well a couple of weeks ago. Then they blanked the bed. And then and and I do like the idea of, of the, the well rested. And, the, you know, the 49ers are uh, are cocky and they uh, only won nine nothing over the Redskins. I'm saying yes. Okay, so I have my own methods, Chad, of getting to where I need to get, and you don't question me. Okay. All right. So
0: right now we got the Panthers, the Colts, the Dolphins, and Green Bay, and I feel like we have Seattle as an alternate, um, depending on where that where that line lands. Um, what's
2: the what's the, what's the, what, up, up to five or up to four? what is, what is the rule for which game? Seattle. What's our rule for Seattle? We pick it unless it hits what number? oh I mean if it's if it's the backup, I'd take it up to
3: six and a half 'cause I'm not seeing any books with the line here. that's what's like I'm seeing like the the line that they did put out originally and then took off the board, which is three and a half, but
0: that might be what I'm working off of
3: right, so that's why like I'm hoping that's what the, if the super contest comes out with that we can ride with everyone else and just take that number.
0: all right, then um, we need. We need one more team. Simon, we're going to go Simon Says. Simon Says Take. (laughs) Simon
3: Says Take, so my my favorite alternative for the ones we have right now. Yeah. I I would hate to do it to Darren, but I do like the Jags at home against the Jets. I don't like that game.
0: You know what? We have to do it. Simon Says. We're playing Simon Says.
3: Well, we can just put that as an alternative.
0: We're, we're taking that if Seattle doesn't work.
3: Right, yeah, because that, 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 Seattle, that Seattle numbers end up being a good one. Like, Darren's right. We shouldn't really be playing the percentages yet. So we, we, I'm definitely cool with taking the Seattle one.
0: All right, so we got the Jags minus five and a half. We got the Colts minus six. We got Miami plus 14 and a half. We got, um, I'm sorry, we got Green Bay minus four and a half. And we got the Panthers plus five and a half and maybe Seattle to replace the Jags, depending on what they get uh, posted as.
3: I like it. Anything's better than us back in a week where we go with a uh, Mitch again. I don't think we'll ever have Mitch in our contest again.
0: No Mitch, no bangles. Like pretty soon we won't have anyone to choose at all.
2: <laughs> that's, that's the best part. We can and think. I will take full responsibility. I will take full responsibility for the dolphins. I feel really good about it and I will own it either way. I'll be really cocky when we win, but if somehow things don't wind, wind up where we need to be,
0: I will own it. We'll probably find a way to blame you for it anyways.
2: Yeah, I'll just say it's never good Simon a
3: professional doesn't want to take a huge dog. I'll say that much. Ha
0: ha ha! Simon Hunter, Dan Revel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, folks, I want to thank Bob Scucci from the Orleans and Boyd Gaming. I want to thank Darren Revelle from the Action Network. I want, to thank, I want to thank professional better Simon Hunter for joining me on The Favorites podcast. Download it at Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, listen to it, radio.com. Search for The Favorites. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. I am Chad Millman. Love you.